Now, can you? <laughs> wow, I didn't even think about that. I love uh, free solo climbing, so that's how. <laughs> if you're looking for a short-term relationship, <laughs> right? Casual I- only. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to A Little Bit of Everything podcast. I'm Allie, and I'm here with my co-host, Scotty. Hi, Allie. Hi, Scotty. We live together, and as we revealed last week, we are married. We have six kids between us, ages ranging from 10 to 20. On this podcast, we chat about a little bit of everything. Our main focus is on dating, relationships, and parenting in a blended family household. We will talk about finances, our careers, mental health, movies, and other things that impact our relationship with each other and our kids. Now that Valentine's Day has passed, it is safe to go back on dating apps again. A good profile is key to having the most success on dating apps, whether you're looking for something casual or your forever partner in crime. Today, we're going to talk about how to create a great profile from the photos you use to the messages you send after a match. Scotty, do you want to start with bio don'ts? We saw a few profiles in our day, but (laughs) we also did some research. But uh, some of the stuff that we came across that we we think it's a general what not to put in the content of your... (laughs) of your dating profile, don't leave it blank. So that's the opposite, really putting, you know, minimal effort. People have to know something, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that shows it's pretty lazy and there's no, nothing to go on. It's a, except for your, <laughs> your, your pictures and that something you may have missed too. Right. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, don't uh, don't give specifics like um, say must be six foot tall. Don't ask if they're really the height they listed. Yeah, if their height matters that much to you, then just swipe left if it's not a height that you, that you're comfortable with. So if I come across a thing, it's a girl's ad, and she says, or not her ad, <laughs> her profile. Well, it's said, kind you, of an ad, an advertisement for yourself, yeah, right? Let's well, say she says you must be six foot tall, mm-hmm. and you know I'm what what six two. Mm. Do I do I <laughs> five four? Do I see? Yeah, like Prince, huh? <laughs> do I just skip left? Are you just saying if someone does that, do you think there are people that are going to be attracted to that? If she says must be six I foot don't tall, know. I mean, if they're over six foot tall, they might be. I have no idea. Okay, well, just keep that in mind when you're creating your profile. Uh, rants or complain. Uh, there's people that say stuff like "Here we go again," giving it another shot. Um, it starts to feel like it's more of um, someone already nagging you. <laughs> mm-hmm. A chore, or it's just, this is not the place for negativity. Yeah, it's almost like they're doing it. Why not give it another try? And you're maybe you're there with a lot of um, hope, and that does that's just a bad tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're just talking about that. Set rules or nag. If we match, don't just match as high. Please have a job. You start giving lists of demands, and already you're saying, well, this person's nagging me already. <laughs> I, have, not, I haven't even talked to them. <laughs> I don't even like I don't like them. Right. So that, I, if you, so be careful. Um, and this is funny. This word, I was reading it, and I'm thinking, oh, it's close to nagging. It's negging. <laughs> 
Um, do you know what that means? Well, I did read it. Oh, yeah. I don't usually do this, but I'll make an exception. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like uh, a backhanded compliment. And yeah, like I know one of the examples we use is I don't usually date redheads, mm-hmm. but what the hell. Um, I don't usually date guys that are five, Less four. Less than six feet tall. <laughs> yeah. But let's give it a shot. That just, I guess anything that shows limitations or negativity, it seems <laughs> probably a bad start. Mm-hmm. This is your first impression, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, excluding large groups. So, like, God, this would be bad. No Scorpios, no introverts, no anti-vaxxers, no Trump supporters, no Biden supporters. You don't necessarily have to list that in your profile. Right. And there's can, another way to say it. I'm going to get to, in in the do's, some things that you can say to kind of weed out people who don't have the same um, ideals as you. Yeah, go for the more of a positive spin on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't exaggerate. So like me, I said I was um, good looking. Well, it turns out I'm great. I'm great <laughs> oh looking, right? God. Is that what it was? <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, be truthful. Don't say, you, like one of the examples is have, don't say you're, you, <laughs> if you're an avid hiker and you can't make, what, half a block? <laughs> you're, yeah. you're like, hold up, hold up. Um, so that's, that, you know, be truthful. Um you're going to learn this anyways. No drama, no baby mama drama. Don't be crazy. Everybody doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. We know that. So you don't need to list it in there because I think we kind of get that idea. Mm-hmm. Looking for soulmate. Mm-hmm. That's just too intense. You think so? Straight. Yeah, right off the bat. Partner in crime? Is that less stressful? Mm, I said no to that <laughs> later Later in the in the the notes. It's not specific enough. Okay. Partner in crime. Yeah, there's that's my opinion. You might you might really be looking for someone to perform a crime with, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're like, oh no, no, I'm really gonna rob a bank, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's a little bit too much too soon. Uh, no sexual innuendos. Uh, don't ask for nude pics or don't swear or overuse emojis. Um, we use examples like peaches, eggplants, and tacos, because obviously those can be more than what they are. Don't reveal too much. Uh, there's some stuff that maybe maybe they're important, but not You want to leave a little mystery. Yeah. You don't need to tell your whole life story. So you'll, you'll find out about... I, I do have a comment on swearing. I don't think you should swear in your bio, and maybe not in text. It's up to you. You'll feel out the person... If, if swearing is part of your everyday language, um, you did something that I thought was really respectful. You waited for me to swear first. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies go first. Yes. I learned that from Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that we, you know, we're not okay with swearing. It's just that it, there's a time and a place and your dating bio is not the place for it. You know, and it's also a way to show that you are capable of of, especially if you have kids, maybe you don't want some of that swears all the time. If you can't even refrain from swearing in the profile, yeah. <laughs> so okay, well, so that's a good list of some of the don'ts. There's some other things too, but that's um, Ali. Why don't we talk about some good stuff, mm-hmm. some do's, some positive things? Here we go. Uh, write your profile when you are in a good mood. If you're in a bad mood, you're more likely to be negative. 
be specific and unique instead of just saying, I love music. A unique conversation starter could be, I make sure I go to a Nickelback concert at least once a year. Yeah, that's probably, that's actually kind of interesting. That has me already wondering why them. <laughs> There's like a joke on the internet that Nickelback is like the most hated group. What if it, <laughs> what if it's, I I won't go out with people that are Nickelback. No, I'm joking. Like the excluding a group of, <laughs> I'm joking. No, that's cute. I think that's really cute. I'd want to know more about that. Instead of, I love running, you could say I'm currently training for my third marathon. And like you're saying, instead of saying, I don't date Scorpios, say, um, I have a hankering for Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But not excluding anybody else. Right? True, true. Okay. I have a soft spot for Scorpios. Yes. Uh, also, neither of us are Scorpios. It was just like the shortest one that I could think of. Mm-hmm. I guess Aries is, which is mine. It's the best one. But anyway. I, why would you go out with a Taurus if Aries is the best? Oh, because we're not. We don't match well with other Aries. Ask me how I know. Well, I because we butt heads all the time. Well, same with Taurus. They're also a horn. Mm, but there are different qualities that you you mesh well together. I don't know. I haven't done a study on Aries and Taurus, but okay, we'll have that at another time. Okay. Be clear about who you are, which is a way to identify exclusions that we talked about before. Uh, I love heavy metal. So heavy metal is very specific. You're not going to get people who who heavy metal gives them a headache, right? Yeah. Matching with you. And some people may not love heavy metal, but they may not mind it. Right. So it may not be that big of a deal. But that's a very specific thing that you can say. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about volunteering at animal shelters, or I, suppo- I support black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Those are ways to say that you enjoy something without telling someone else, we're not a good match if you don't like what I like. Mm -hmm. Mention your hobbies and passions. Do you have a side gig? Are you in a band? Have you started your own business? Even if it's small, tell people. If you are, let's say you're an avid hang glider Mm-hmm. I mean, like you do it every week. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's those type of things you you should say? Because I mean, that it could be more. It could be your life. Some of the stuff can be sure. your life. Anything that has high risk. Be honest about everything. Your age and height. I've seen guys who will reverse their age, so they're really like sixty four, and they'll put their forty six, and you can tell from their picture that they're not. But they want a match. They know that I'm not going to match with someone that high, or they think that I won't. So they make their age lower so that they get in to my matches or, you know, suggestions. But then when I find out, I'm like, well, you lied to me. I'm not interested in that. Is it? I've seen where people say, I couldn't put down 47, so I'm 53. Yeah, that's garbage. That's shit. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm like, really? Well, I've, I've, I know. Okay. So yeah. watch out for that. That's that's Everybody can change their age. That's horseshit. Use proper spelling and grammar, and you can enlist friends who will be gentle but honest uh, for help in reviewing your profile, but also in reviewing your spelling and grammar. It's okay to be flirty, but we need to keep it PG, PG PG-13 max. Be honest about what type of relationship you want. Don't say that you're looking for a long-term relationship if you really just want things to be casual and and vice versa. If you're uh, into polyamory, be open and honest about that. It's 
none of these things are going to be for everyone. But if you don't say what you want, you're not, you're not going to be pleased with how it ends. If you have kids uh, in your bio, you sh- I think you should mention if you're, if you're a parent, you don't need to say how many or their ages, but letting someone know that you have kids is important. Be sure to use your real name or a nickname you're willing to be called. I had seen some where they had kind of a funny name or like their job, like Mr. CEO. Your profile can still be short and be interesting. Some examples of that could be attorney by day, ninja by night. Do you prefer city life, mountains, beaches, or living off the grid? That's really short and sweet. I'm curious about them being a ninja, and it's not just a mountains or beaches question. There's four options. So that gives some content for an opening message. Yeah. Um, some You could do pros versus cons. I like to do this, or I did like to do this with like silly, serious pros and silly cons. So pros are, I'm a nurse. I love to experiment with cooking and I enjoy couch surfing. Cons are my Starbucks order is ridiculous. I tell too many dad jokes and I'm really bad at Wordle. You can also do greater than or less, <laughs> less than, you know, coffee is greater than tea, staying up Late is greater than waking up early. Baths are greater than showers. And that's kind of that PG-13, like you're listing sort of um, something that gives them a thought of you being naked, but you're not being outright sexual. All right, so the next portion of a dating profile is photos. So do you want to go over photo don'ts? Yes, let's do this. First of all, this is not an actor's resume. So (laughs) no... Not all headshot selfies, all right? We're not looking for the next uh, Marlon Brando here. Or should I say someone like um, Jack Nicholson? Or should I even say like Johnny Depp? Yeah. You just went from boomer to boomer (laughs) to to Gen X. Uh, Ashley Kutcher? No, lower. Uh, Who's that kid? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Okay, bathroom selfies. Especially if you're at a public bathroom, guys. <laughs> Come on. We can do better, right? Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, okay. Uh, no heavy filters, edited photos. We want to try to keep it as, um, we want people to meet you and know it's you. You yes. should look like, your, you should kind of resemble the pictures. As realistic as possible. Yeah, and don't use your high school picture. Make sure you're in the photo. Yes. <laughs> Um, no photos of just pets or like your car god can you imagine just not dating your car some you've seen those oh forget it well if that's your entire personality i guess well then go to car finder (laughs) (laughs) fuck man i wonder if there's a dating app for people who are obsessed with their cars you know you know that might not be a bad idea i know we should have looked that up last time okay okay well no baby pics children or exes and photos and and don't crop someone out because that mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some Google Pixel has something you can use. <laughs> See what that's right? Yes. Do that. I love that commercial. Yes. That was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, you don't want to if you see a big black thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so it's so corny. It's almost you feel like, oh, they don't know how to do do it. I know this is a big one for you. Um there's a different no fish pics. We're thinking we're saying 
it can be kind of maybe it looks tacky from a woman if you're holding picks of fishes fishes in your hand if you're fishing that's different because you're doing an active thing right is that what you mean well and the next one is gym photos i think they're just so common and so often it doesn't set you apart and unless you're going fishing like every other day and you want your partner to join you do something else like you there are plenty of other photos that you can choose from you, you or there not, should be or are, you can create some you're talking about like when fishes. they hold the We're fish talking about- i cannot tell you i have seen hundreds of guys holding fish and it's just so it's so unnecessary Really, even though, if, what if they cut this real big mackerel or whatever they catch? I don't fish that often. Same with the gym photos. Alternatives could be a photo of you in in the boat or on the water, camping, skateboarding, soccer, or in your bio list. Like if fishing is is something that you're interested in, you know they have those categories too, so you can put fishing in there, or you can say, "I just caught my biggest fish, and I'm so excited. It was." you know, this kind and this length or whatever. That's Could you different show- than a fish pick. This is my opinion. And I think I believe it's shared with many women. Jim, Jim selfies and fish picks are out. Okay. For a guy, I didn't realize it was that rampant. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It's worse than the pandemic. Oh, wow. I, I, ne- I would, oh God, sorry, girls. <laughs> so I, I'm for- sorry. There was a fish epidemic out there. <laughs> And so for for the gym, if you wanted to put something in your bio, you could say that you had been working towards this PR and you got it. Yeah. And so like that's a way to say like, hey, I'm into physical fitness. I go to the gym, but without being like a sleazy, douchey gym selfie guy. Women do that too. Don't that's not, that's not make it. Women do oh, the no, gym I, thing too. Yeah, that's fine. But they I'm, don't. Women, you don't do the fish. I I commend you. But you do do the gym photos too, all right. So that's let's keep that in mind. But success, like you said, working for a marathon or that stuff, it's it's pretty impressive, especially if you're into that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. fun to be with someone that likes that. And what that does is it sets you aside from all of the gym pics. It gives something specific about you. I'm into marathons, or I had been working towards this PR, and I'm proud of myself. It shows self confidence. Okay, what are some of the do's? Using anywhere from four to six photos will show a good effort. Any more than that feels really desperate, I think. Any less than that, I don't know. If you only have one or two pictures, I think it's kind of like not really posting any uh, text. It's it's kind of lazy. Well, like you said, um, in some apps, they give you a chance to have a prompt mm-hmm. or you can respond to the photo. So it is fun to have a few options. Mm-hmm. That, so yeah, I, well, I, and it gives you an op, uh, a chance to show a variety of things that you do. Mm-hmm. All of your photos should be within the last six to twelve months. Don't post photos from 2019, and we do find out because my coworker, who is currently on dating apps, he sent me a picture of a woman that he had matched with and asked me to find her because I'm a private investigator sleuth slash stalker (laughs) and i found her and her facebook showed the picture was originally posted in 2018 having current photos is important when you do take selfies make sure you use a good angle 
make sure your phone is high up or equal with your parallel to your face. We don't want any, you know, under the chin selfies. Make sure you have good lighting. Stand near a window. Natural lighting is great or take one outside. Make sure you're paying attention to your background. Messy bedrooms are not where it's at. Did you do you think it's okay to have someone take some pictures of you? Like Oh, some, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, highly recommend. And that will help with uh, my next recommendation, which is full body pics. So we want to make sure that we have at least like waist up, not just selfies. We want, you know, we want to see everything. Yeah. And what, what to wear, make sure it's, you know, not pajamas, not wrinkled, make sure it's clean. It doesn't have to be a cocktail dress or a tux, but we should show that we put some effort into this. Yeah. So your main profile pic should be a good shot of your face. It could be a selfie or a half or full body pic. No hats or sunglasses in your first picture. And a bonus would be anything that helps show your personality or lifestyle. So if it was from a recent trip that you took or a hobby that you enjoy, those are all great main profile photos. The second photo could be in the wild again a hobby or activity um we'll post some examples i have one um i went uh stand up paddle boarding with my kids and i have one where i did actually have to cut out my daughter but (laughs) Mm -hmm. um you know that shows that i'm outside it gives an idea of my body type the third photo should be a full body if this wasn't covered in your second photo And the third photo can also be with friends or family, a group photo. I would say one to two, maybe three other people, max. Make sure your face is very well identified as you. Don't take a picture with your twin sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And just a caution, people will likely assume that if you have one other person in your photo of the opposite gender, they may think that that is a former significant other. So just be careful with that. So how do you, do you do it or do you not do it? I would, I would have, if I was going to do someone of the opposite gender, I would include two other people. So either another guy, another girl and a guy or two guys or two girls. The fourth photo, and then anything beyond, something silly, something that shows your personality, maybe a Halloween costume, and, you know, a hat or sunglasses, not both at the same time would be okay here. Getting into dating prompts, what are some don'ts? Don't use this as an opportunity to complain or brag. Like, don't waste my time, refer back to exes, don't use one-word answers, don't be rude or immature. Don't copy and paste from the internet. Um, unless it's, I guess you could use a quote. I guess that would be the only thing if it's a famous quote. No, but I mean, on the prompt, there are lots of answers that you can choose from online. Like if you Google like Bumble prompt, blah, 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 it'll mm-hmm. give you answers. So don't copy and paste those. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show you, yeah. Be unique to yourself. Uh, don't say you tell me or just ask. The prompt is literally asking you. Don't mention pineapple on pizza. Why is that? It's just annoying. Everybody does it. 
<laughs> that's my personal opinion. That's not fair. That's your own personal thing. You know what, guys? If you, you know, like pineapple. No. I Googled it. I Googled it. And this is a common one. Don't talk about pineapple on pizza. Pineapple on dating on apps. Pi- what about sardines? Yeah. Talk about sardines. So don't. <laughs> bad prompt answers. Together we could get off this app. The secret to getting to know me. Ask me something deep. I'm looking for a partner in crime, generic and vague. This year, I want to fall in love. Alternative, find someone to combine my bookshelves with. All right, well, let's look think, Look at the prompt dues. Hinge offers, and I don't know if Bumble does as well, an option for voice responses. Do you know if Bumble does? I don't remember. No. Okay. I not Well, they might now, but not nine months ago. Okay. Text can be really challenging if someone doesn't have an idea for how you speak. This can also give someone an idea of your sense of humor. If you are sarcastic in your voice prompt, that sarcastic voice may be perceived more in your texting portion of your messages. Keep it lighthearted and fun and short and sweet. Some examples are best travel story, talk about an amazing trip you took, and maybe to a unique locale. I won't shut up about Mention a collection or a hobby you could go on and on about. Stamps, pottery class, anything that you're passionate about. My best dad joke. This is a really big hit and has received a lot of positive feedback. So if you have a solid dad joke, use that one as your prompt. For video, a video is a great way uh, to substitute one of the photos. It can give um, a live action shot of who you are. So my weekends look like. You could do a video of an activity or a hobby that you are doing, skiing, a golf swing, something that you are proud of, um, or even, like, I don't care, chopping down a tree. <laughs> like, it could just be anything that shows your mannerisms and personality. Okay. Hi from my pet and me. Set up a tripod and show off you having your cat do a trick. That's really unique. Mm-hmm. Do show off your sense of humor and do share something unique about yourself. Some good prompts that I like are, this year I really want to blank. This tells the person about your passions, whether it's books or traveling or music. Just be sure to be specific about what you want to do this year. Like going to Nickelback? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) A typical Sunday. This can be a good way to determine if someone is an introvert or an extrovert. An extrovert's answer might be brunch with friends, then watching football while hosting a barbecue. Whereas an introvert might say, I'm going to curl up on the couch with some tea and devour my latest novel. Then I'm having Uber Eats deliver my favorite Thai food. The dorkiest thing about me, don't be afraid to share something that you are nerdy about, whether it's being a Game of Thrones addict, you have a Star Trek tattoo, identifying plant types or bird watching. All of these things are something that will set you apart and create an opportunity for someone to message you and ask you a question about, about yourself. Let's make sure we're on the same page about blank. This is a great way to weed out your exclusions list. So some answers could be who we voted for in the last election, gender equality, religion, things like that. So you can say that you want to be on the same page about something without saying, you know, swipe left if blah, blah, blah in a negative way. Mm -hmm. 
some green flags I look for. This can be humorous. Putting up Christmas decor in October is a green flag. (laughs) (laughs) Or a red flag. I don't know, man. It's cute. I guess if you want someone quirky... I mean, it, it 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 can be. Well, it tells it tells the person that's reading it. Okay, this person loves Christmas, and I might be listening to, I might be watching the movie Elf in July. You know, and I, so if you're if you're not okay with that, then yeah, swipe left. But if you find that to be funny or you want to know more about that, then that creates an opportunity to swipe right. Unusual skills. This is a great prompt to start a conversation. If you can walk on your hands, if you speak five languages, or if you have been to every state in the country. So now you've matched and you're going into messaging. So how do you start? We're going to tell you what not to do first, and then we will give you examples of what to do. Yes. Okay. So messaging don'ts. Say hey. So, I mean, literally, hey or hi. That is so... (laughs) Uninviting. It doesn't lead to anything. I think that would be hard. I don't know. Um, say you're hot. It's it's compliment complimentary, but it's it's just not gonna separate you from anybody. Don't comment on their body. Your ass looks great in those pants. I might like that. If <laughs> no, but again, this these these are kind of the initial messages, right? That right. we're thinking about. We we were trying to get. To know a each conversation other. going, yeah. and you're going to eliminate physical things, things like that. They're they're too obvious, and they're they're just not well thought out. Use poor grammar or text speak. Um, like W, I know you don't like this stuff, but you know, like shorthanded stuff. W Y D. Um, Do you know what that means? Work your day. <laughs> <laughs> you work your day, girl. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't even know what that means. I'd be like, what the fuck did that? I would, you would get a response. Like, what the fuck is. Wo- <laughs> or I'm when a- people put you are instead of Y O U R. There's. I'm worth all the letters. I know you are. There are some instances where you can probably make it cute, but be careful because it looks lazy and sloppy. Uh, weekend plans, uh, how, or how was your weekend? So this is a safe question to ask, and it can be a conversation starter if the person is doing something interesting or something of interest every single weekend. But many times we're just running errands and trying to get caught up on laundry. So you know what? The weekend plans, maybe that's something you would... You, I mean, you can use it, but not initially because it's maybe it doesn't really, it does, it's not getting any information. Maybe you don't. It would be after you've talked to them for a little bit, you yeah, know, not the, not the initial. It should be something of more substance. Yeah, I think if you're if you're looking at a time where you both like each other and you're at that point, then yeah, say you know, do you have any plans this weekend? Then maybe you're sure. just hoping they're going to say not really. Slide into DMs on social media, you stalker. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking mean. You mean like show up on Facebook or something? Well, people are easy to track down. Like I said, I found just, I found that woman on Facebook, but I wouldn't encourage him to then go message her on Facebook. He needs to stay on the app until you decide that you're going to be friends on Facebook or what, something. What if she says, hey, slide into my DMs on my social media? Or slide into DMs on my social media. What if she says it? 
That's fine. We're talking about initial okay. contact. Yeah, so okay. initial contact is not oh. not messaging on the app and message, messaging them on Instagram instead. Don't wait too long to reply. It's, we're looking. We're not playing games here. We're just trying to meet someone. So let's get that thing going. Uh, don't be overly sexual. Don't send unsolicited nudes. Um, that's self obvious. Don't reply in short. Oh, don't reply in short answers like "cool" or oh. uh, "be careful" when asking about work job. The alternative question would be, "What's what keeps you busy?" Yeah. So. This is what I read about men. You tell me what you think is that they can get um, a little bit iffy if one of your first question, one of my first questions to you is, what do you do for work? Because they uh, they get people who are trying to figure out how much money they make. There's a, um, a clip in a movie where the, the person, the first question she asks is, what car do you have? Or what car do you drive? Yeah, unless yeah. unless they have said in their bio that they are avid an avid car collector or something. Don't talk about it. Yeah, I I honestly as a guy when a woman asks what I do, I know part of their that part of what they're asking is how much does this guy make? Mm-hmm. The way you can ask sort of in a roundabout way, but also give them an opportunity to be able to share with you what they're comfortable with is what keeps you busy. So then they can share their hobbies or they can tell you, they can choose to tell you about their work. So uh, what are some do's, Allie? Dad jokes, a compliment. That you and your dad jokes. <laughs> is that really a big thing? Yeah, it's great because it shows a sense of humor. You never showed me a dad joke. I wanted you to show me a dad joke. Well, how would I know a dad joke? I'm... You're a dad? Yeah, but who tell dads don't all right. Uh a compliment. If it is physical, compliment something above the neck, you know, you have nice eyes or a great smile, or an overall compliment about their look. You look amazing in red. Ask about something from their profile that piqued your interest. You could play a couple of games. Um, I like Fuck Mary Kill. So some options for that are cold press hot coffee or de- and decaf you could go with cheese goat cheese cottage cheese or american cheese do you think that's appropriate to use the word fuck though or do you just do fmk i think that might be a little bit much in the beginning well, we did say don't swear so just use your discretion but it is a very common game so truth or dare is another game you could play um some examples of a dare would be send me a private Spotify list. Again, remember to keep it PG or PG-13. Call me and leave me a voicemail. Some truths, truth questions could be tell me something embarrassing that you enjoy or describe an outfit that makes you feel like a million bucks. Be sure to return questions or continue the conversation in some way. However, be careful when you ask questions, ask them one at a time and stay on a single topic. Um, you know, you don't want to be talking in, you know, paragraphs, full on paragraphs about work and dinner and kids. It's just messy and too much. So just single questions, one topic at a time. For questions that require more in-depth answers, you could say, I'd love to tell you more about that in person. And that's a great way to get either to invite them on a date or hopefully get them to invite you on a date. After you have established some connection, you can send pictures 
of your day. So coffee, if you go to a coffee place, um, a meal you cooked, an unidentifiable, because we want to be safe, photo of something at your work or from a walk that you took. And I also recommend setting up a first date fairly quickly. We don't want pen pals here. So we do have some warning signs of potential catfishing or scams. If someone has a sudden personal crisis and needs money, that is a huge red flag. Claiming to be from the U.S., but they are currently living, working, or traveling abroad long-term is a red flag. If they disappear suddenly off the apps and then resurface under a different name, that's sus. There's some documentaries on Netflix that talk about some of the stuff to just scams too. Oh yeah. Tinder swindler was really good. So I don't know if that one's on Netflix. If they only give vague answers to every question, that is a problem. If they are love bombing you overly complimentary and romantic way too early. If they pressure you to provide your phone number or talk outside of the dating app, when you have expressed that you are not comfortable doing that. If they ask for personal info, like your address even if it's under the guise of sending a gift or flowers, if they have inconsistency in their stories, or if they claim to have a high level of education, but use disjointed language and grammar, if they say that they are still married and living with their spouse, but promise that they are getting divorced soon, that's a problem. And if they are only able to meet on certain days and times, those are some things to be suspicious of. Hopefully this helps you set up a solid profile and gives you some ideas to start a good conversation. If you want more support, I have a surprise. Our Patreon is now live. I will put the link in our show notes, which you can find in the description of this episode on Spotify or Apple podcasts. You can ask us questions about dating relationships and blending families or receive personalized support for your dating profile bio. And we will also be sharing more bloopers and personal details of our lives very soon. At the end of every episode, we go over our currently list, which is a list of a little bit of everything going on in our lives this week. We will post the list to our Instagram at pod, a little bit of everything. And we would love to read about your currently in the comments. I saved a blank template in our highlights for you to use. Please be sure to tag us if you post it so that we can see it. Scotty, what are you currently thinking? Well, I, I, I've been working on positive thinking. Um, I notice sometimes I get negative thoughts in my head, so I want to try to be mindful of that. So that's what I'm working on. And what are you eating? Well, I Sunday we had the Super Bowl um, get-together, and I had some of Allie's. Uh, she made a snacky plate, which was really nice. Um I would have eaten a lot more too, but we had chicken waffles that day too, which was really good. <laughs> I didn't. God, I wish I didn't. I want. I wanted to eat more, but it was both. There, it was a good plate, baby. And what are you reading? So I've I <laughs> I stumbled across this today on TikTok, and I read a little bit about it. It's called Boyfriend Error. I saw you sent me a link. I haven't seen it yet. So apparently. There's women that are saying that when they stay at their boyfriend's house, that it it like it changes the way they look, their hair, acne, their appearance, and it just I'm like, what? So I 
That's weird. It, in the positive or negative? In negative. It's like it's almost like when they're at their house. It, and I thought I thought you would have read about it by now, but it, I I actually looked and found a few articles. I'm like, oh my. So I'm just thinking. Wait, like you researched it and it's true? <laughs> oh, I wish I had read this I, a month ago. That's why I two you, months ago <laughs> when I sent it to you, I said, "Is this horseshit?" Because I it seemed I'm like, wow. Because if you, what if it's your Boy, what if you're your spouse? I mean, I I have like this little pimple right now. I wonder if that's what that's about. Well, that's just stress. <laughs> From living with my husband? Yes. That's husband error. So if it, it, if you heard about it, if it's, it, maybe it isn't true, I, I but look for it and tell me what you, well, tell us what you think if you've read about that. What are you wanting? Well, I, I, I think I told you I was trying to see if there was a co-ed softball team in the area. I, I used to play. Allie's daughter is going to be playing, so it'll be fun to kind of see her play. So that'll be cool. Yeah. What are you listening to? Uh, so I'll, I wasn't sure what to put, but there's a new song by Depeche Mode. First old school folks. Um, it's called Ghosts Again. It's pretty good. So I, that's that something you might check out. I think you mentioned Depeche, a new Depeche Mode song. Was it last week? Because you said you were listening to Alt Now on Spotify. Is it from that yes. channel? Okay. Yes. I I wouldn't have known. Uh, so that's that's an example of where they do also play new alternative. It's not just new groups. It's also new songs by older groups like U2 or Depeche Mode and stuff. I feel like alternative rock. All right. And what are you watching? I've been watching this off and on when I go to sleep. Allie goes to bed a little bit before me, so she probably hears some of this indirectly, but it's called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, if you're a Seinfeld junkie and you need more, it's on the 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 guy that produced Seinfeld. Uh, his name's Larry David. He produced it with um, Jerry Seinfeld, and it's the same kind of thing, day-to-day stuff, but it's more geared towards Larry David. But the Seinfeld class, the, or Seinfeld cast do show up they do a reunion on the show at some point so it's kind of cool to see all of them back if you miss those guys yeah that's fun okay that's uh moving on to Allie stuff uh Allie, what are you thinking i had therapy today so i'm in a very spiritual place and <laughs> i am thinking that i am content with what happens and how i am feeling that's awesome what are you eating I am eating Sour Hearts from Valentine's Day. I'm usually more of a chocolate person, but these Sour Hearts are just so good. They're like little itty bitty, so I don't even feel bad when I eat one. I tried so hard not to buy you any any food. <laughs> oh, you did a good job. What are you reading? Uh, there's a poem called The Guest House by Rumi, R-U-M-I. It's very short. And it's really good. It kind of relates to my thinking of being content with what happens and how I'm feeling. Where do you find this poem? Google. <laughs> okay. I thought it's, maybe just, it, it's very short. So if you Google it, you can read it. But how did you know about it? My therapist told me about it. <laughs> oh, I just thought, okay, that's cute. I didn't know if there was like a, a group, a book that had things like, you know, good poems, the... For these things. There put, probably is. Okay. But well, I that, don't have a recommendation for Okay. Me. Well, maybe this poem's in a book series. I'm which sure would be, it's in many. Listening. 
The very first podcast I ever listened to was called Middle of Somewhere. It has a comedian named Chad Daniels, who is my favorite comedian. I've seen him probably like four or five times. And I met him after one of the shows, which I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And he has a co-host, Cy Amundsen, and they sort of talk about Seinfeld type stuff, like just whatever's going on in their lives. And they are just hilarious. And I hadn't listened to them in a while because I found a few other podcasts who I had gotten behind, but I started working on getting caught up this week and they just make me laugh so hard. Okay. And what are you watching? We binge watched the heck out of you <laughs> season four. We are done with part one. Part two doesn't come out, I think until March, what, 9th or 19th or something, but it was really good. And I really like the way they did this season because they did the first three seasons with sort of the same theme. And this is a little bit more of a twist to kind of mix it up and not make it repetitive. I thought it was very well done. So just to, some people might not understand. It's just Y-O-U. Correct. U. What else would it be? Well. The letter U? I don't know. It's the, it's sometimes if you never heard of it, it sounds weird. We watch you. <laughs> I'm just clarifying it. It's on I, it's on mm. Netflix and it is about this guy Joe who is would you call him a serial killer? He's a stalker really. He starts out as a stalker but he's like a stalker with a twist of a serial killing vibe because he doesn't kill he doesn't he's not a serial killer but he does end up killing. Well, he kills he's, a lot of people. I don't know what it takes to qualify to be well, a Well, cuz he's killer. cleaning up his mess. He's I think he's a, I would label him a, a severe stalker in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So, after that, you can make your own judgment. But this season, it's more of a Dexter vibe, you said. Yeah, where he's killing or no, he's not killing. He's observing killing. He's right. used to the one killing, but he's an expert. Just like Dexter, he's a forensic guy, so he knows that what he clues and stuff to look for. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at pod a little bit of everything and on TikTok at A-L-B-O-E underscore pod for more content. If you have any topic suggestions or a question you would like to submit, you can also DM us on Instagram or TikTok. As I mentioned, our Patreon is now available to help you with your dating and relationships. We would love it if you would rate the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave feedback in your comments there as well. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit of Everything podcast. If you like this episode and want to hear more, hit the subscribe button and your device will notify you when our next episode is released. Thanks guys for listening and be safe out there. Like and subscribe, comments, notifications. Love you. Love your show. Bye.